0: I, I, maybe I did play at least a little yeah. bit too much.
1: Morning, oh,
2: Judas
0: Priest. <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WXUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Tweetles only alternative in your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Morning, <laughs> oh, Judas Priest. Hot one here in the city of Toledo on eighty-eight point three WGTs After further review earlier today, as we're actually uh, taping uh, on a Friday night, watching some summer league ball between the Lakers and the Bulls, and people actually getting excited about Zion Williamson in summer league ball. I just think it's really crazy because you know it's 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 not the the ballers so to speak it's more of second rate players in the summer league but you know sometimes it's the the incoming rookies that people get excited about but very interesting to see how pro sports is a very entertaining and based on entertainment values uh but we're gonna be talking a little bit about the tigers and uh, as frank likes to say on twitter if you may follow him on twitter that chris illich is one of the worst owners in sports or just baseball
2: I would say in pretty much all sports. I mean, I have voiced my displeasure many times about how he has ran the Red Wings, and he ended up bringing Steve Eisman and actually doing something right for once, thankfully. So I'll get I'll get I'll get to more on Steve Eisman in my power play, but as for running the Tigers. I would say that his father, Mike Yalich, who has been deceased since 2017, is rolling over in his grave at the state of this team. Because right now, this team sits at 28 and 54 right now, uh, a run differential of minus 147, which is second worst in the American League, only ahead of the Baltimore Orioles, who are another train wreck. They currently are the third-worst team in the Major League League. They even sit behind teams like the Miami Marlins, who are a dumpster fire, and even the San Francisco Giants will have fallen on hard times. But it was really the cherry on top of this crap Sunday, is that today I'm actually driving in Monroe. I was getting some groceries because I have to house sit for my cousins this week. And I'm listening, and I happen to hear Jeff Rieger on 97.1 say that there's going to be a press conference at 3 o'clock. And I'm thinking, well, okay, I wonder what this is about. I get home, actually back to my cousin's house, I get a text message from a friend of mine saying that Alavila is being extended. And I pretty much let loose something that I can't repeat on the air because of FCC regulations. So I go to Twitter and see what people are saying, just gauge their reaction. And the reaction is not pretty because for one thing, Fifth Alavila has taken over in 2015 after he replaced Dave Dombrowski, who, mind you, was, I still don't think he was, fu- he got a fair shake. He was fired for, Realizing that the team needed to rebuild. They weren't going to contend that year. And he got booted. And then Avila takes over, and we were pretty much so low. He's going to change the way things are done. He's going to look into a Saber Metrics more. Things are going to be brought up to the levels of the elite teams. Well, here we sit on July 5th, 2019. Since Avila has taken over. The Tigers have done absolutely nothing in terms of winning in the postseason. They haven't made the playoffs. In fact, I believe the last three years have been losing seasons where they finished at the bottom of the American League or close to the bottom, mind you. Actually, in all of baseball, I might add. And today... Priscilla has the gall to announce to give this guy an extension. He's done nothing. If this was any o- Derek David, if this was any other sports team that was competently ran, this guy would have been fired on the spot. Am I right?
0: Mm, yeah. I, I suppose, but you got to understand what direction is are they going in? I mean, the Tigers obviously it's, it's, it's pretty evident that they're not really trying to compete. Well, well, the thing is, I understand that they're, they're saying that oh, we're in a rebuild, we're
2: trying to rebuild things, build this team, and it doesn't even seem like they can get it doesn't even seem like they can get that right because. Their their farm system has been near the bottom. They don't, and all these top prospects that they've gotten supposedly from the JD Martinez, Justin Verlander trades. I mean, let me let me reference what they got from Justin from a deal they sent Justin Verlander to Houston a couple of years ago, and of course that was a deal that rubbed some people the wrong way. Okay, for one, Jake Rogers, the defense first catcher who's playing in Toledo right now. Here's his flash line 214, 303, 427 in AAA. Daz Cameron, who's in AAA right now. 227, 318, 401. That's horrendous. And another piece they got Franklin Perez, a pitcher, has only pitched 27 innings. Since he got acquired, because he's always been hurt. And a lot of these stats I'm getting, thanks to Jeff Moss and Detroit Sports where I them out. So, And there's other guys that they've assisted with, whether they've got from trades or draft. DeWall Lugo, who they got in the J.D. Martinez trade. He can't hit the broad side of a barn. Uh, Jr. Candelario, he's been and sent down a triple A once this year. Everyone said, Oh, this guy's going to be the future face of the team. He's hitting 207. Cody Clemens, who was a recent draft pick, he's hitting 243. The bottom line is, there's not much in the farm system to be excited about. This team has done a horrendous job of developing positional players. I mean, look, I'll give them credit where it's due for finding really good pitchers. I know Casey Nides is looks like. A piece of the future. The same can be said for Matt Manning, Bo Burroughs, Alex Fieto. You need guys to swing the bat. You don't have guys who do a very good job of swinging the bat. In fact, I'll even share this column from Sean Windsor of the Detroit Free Press who Taylor Phillips sent to me. This is what it said a few highlights says the timing for this isn't ideal. Not from a public relations perspective. But then if Chris Illich was worried about what the public thinks, there'd be fewer empty lots and more buildings around Little Caesar arena. That's another topic for another time. Time. Um, and when he he cited the progress and on the team's prospects as the reason why he was extending the contract of Ala Vila, yeah. I just mentioned those guys aren't progressing. And the big league team is struggling. They've lost 44 of their last 60 games. They're pretty much on pace to hit 119 losses, maybe more. Carr, Carr, again, which they lost 119 in 2003. I mean, heck, they could very well set the major league records for most losses. And, look, I understand. Rebuilds take time, but how much time do you allow, especially when you're not doing stuff the right way? You're not drafting position players. You haven't done well in selecting international players in the international sign period. Those are guys. I mean, look at teams like the White Sox who have found John Mankata and the Boston Red Sox have found international guys who, by the way, the Boston Red Sox are being ran by Dave Dombrowski, and he's got a World Series ring on his finger from last year. Especially after he hired one of the best managers in baseball, who was analytics driven to Alex Cora. And we're stuck with this bleep show oh, with Ron Gardenhire seemingly setting a record for most times ejected in one year. Give me a break. It's it's just gotten bad, Derek, David. I, it's just, it's almost, I mean, and I'll even compare him to another bad owner, James Dolan. It's gotten to be so inept. I just have no wonder, where's Rob Manfred to step in and say, yeah, Chris, we, we're getting tired of you constantly putting a bad product out there. So we're going to ask you to just, Sell the and then let somebody else take over. I'm seriously right for that. I said the same thing, thing Wednesday night on the Michigan Sports Truth Podcast. Shameless plug, which you can hear on Blog Talk Radio as part of Man Sports. I said that with Taylor and with Garrett Elliott and, and those guys. When is it going to come to an end? This team is just seemingly thinking, oh, we're rebuilding, we're rebuilding. Al, you took over in 2015. You actually had halfway decent pieces there, and yet you still haven't gotten any better. You've gotten worse. I, mean, there's a diff- I understand I've said there's a uh, – I don't mind if you have to strip it down and rebuild, but you got to do it with a purpose. You can't just be bad for the sake of being a cheapskate. That's a, I mean, that's another thing, too, I don't like about Chris Illich is that he's a cheap skate owner. He slashed payroll to probably less, somewhere around $100 million, maybe less. That's, I mean, his team is pretty much dreadful to watch. It's almost like he's turning to a real-life version of the owner of the Cleveland Indians in the first major league movie. Whew. But I digress, guys, so. You guys got anything to add? Sorry I was long-winded.
0: Well, I guess my thing is here, uh, Frank, is what are you, what are your suggestions that you want to do? You didn't like the Dartmouth dummy, and then we asked you, well, we're, we're, who's the best guy for the job? And obviously, you got this garden hired now. Now you don't like him. You gotta to understand well, too, as a manager and a coach, you're not really picking all the talent. It's the GM that's picking kind of the ingredients for you. So you can't blame everything on him, on the coach or the manager either.
2: I mean, I'm not I'm not blaming everything on on Ron Garden hire. I mean, look, he's got, he's seemingly I understand that he's got nothing to work with, but even then, I wasn't impressed by the hire anyway. I mean, around the time where you get rid of Ausmus, you had somebody like Alex Cora, who was available, or Gabe Kapler. He was available, too, and nope. We're going to go cheap, bring in some guy out of retirement, and just throw, just throw we're just content to throw a bunch of pig manure out there, and let's see what people think. Well, apparently, if you look at attendance, it's pretty
1: bad.
0: I mean, and you but, know what? I'll did, even go back. But did did Cora want to come to the Tigers? That's a question you got to ask yourself.
2: I don't even know if he was offered,
0: to be honest with you. Okay, so I mean, like I said, it's got to take two to tango. If you want, if they want that to, to actual, you know, happen.
2: Yeah, but I'm starting to wonder if the party who was looking for people to tango with even looked that direction, mind you. So, I mean, pretty much all... I mean, look, I know it's a line that you and I have both said a nauseum on this show, and I know we're stealing it from Charlemagne the God on The Breakfast Club. Why tell the truth when the lie is more entertaining? And look, I will even go to that entertaining lie that Chris Illich is telling everyone, and some people are believing it. Me, I'm obviously not. I can... If I can find the – ah, crap, I can't find it on here. I was looking for the – I can't find the press release. But anyways, Chris Silich just said that he's been pleased with the direction this team is going, how the prospects have developed. Excuse me. You've got – you have – like I said, you have no position of players who are major league ready. You've got pitchers, oh, big deal. Everybody can have pitchers, but you've got no positional players. And, in fact, you haven't really acquired anyone worth two dead flies via trade as well. It's like J.D. Martinez trade. DeWall Lugo was one of the guys you got back, back from Arizona. And I can't remember who else he got. Not in return. None of those guys were ranked in among Arizona's top 10 prospects, according to Keith Law. And the Verlander trade, I've already said that. I'm, I'm actually scared that Avila's going to trade Nick Castellanos, Matt Boyd, and who knows who else, and probably just get a bag of balls bucket of david sunflower seeds and uh about 12 bags of big league Chew because I, I have not seen any results that this guy can do anything right
0: how do other this- how do the detroit fans feel and you know david can even you know chime in on this because he likes baseball I
2: would, well. have, I would say that from pretty much everybody i have had communication with today and the reaction I've seen on Twitter, a lot of people are, to keep it G-rated, furious. And David, I'll let you take a swing with my axe.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're thinking about, okay, ways to move forward, how do Detroit fans move forward? You know that it's not, most, most franchises, most organizations Take longer to rego. It's not going to be Houston, where you know you get a couple of prospects to come through the farm system. More like Boston, where you kind of get not lucky, but kind of, you get a couple of stars that you can kind of build through, come through your farm system, and then once they get to the big league, then they make this star impact. I think if I'm the Detroit Tigers fan, I'm honestly I'm looking at okay, who are our major prospects? We have a lot of young, talented players, former, you know, sons of former players within our system, can we get them up? Can we get them up, and can they make an impact right away? Can we get rid of some of the bigger contracts that, yeah, they may be fan favorites, but on the field, their production's production lacking, or can we get to a point to where we're either going to do a full rebuild tank, get younger, start playing our young prospect or we're going to go full all in. We're going to try to splash whatever cash is left and try to do a magical run knowing that if you do the splash of cash, probably not going to work because you're in the American League and between Boston, New York, Houston, Cleveland, there's four teams right there, one in, within your own division. That you're probably not going to beat in a series in the playoffs. And so, at the very magical, you know, best season you can have is probably fifth in the AL, sixth in the AL. But if you do a full tank and rebuild, and just kind of okay, let's give trade away all these older prospects with the big money, let's get prospects. I know people don't, you know most fans are going to be, well, you know, let's get younger and kind of tank to try to get better. But if you want to have sustained success, if you want to build up your farm system and get better for the long term, which is what I think a lot of Tigers fans want is a long you know, long run success. You've got to have some players that can be within your system, be within your organization and go through those growing pains. And I, think from what I think a lot of the Tigers fans are they don't want the growing pains. They want they want to have kind of the marquee free agent, to, which he's coming in Detroit first of them, as a free agent to play for the Tigers. They can get money and have put his success elsewhere. But then, two, they want to see all these farm prospects that he has, you know, so many top prospects, so many, you know, keep-off top 100 are in the Detroit system. So the talent It's just, do you want to risk not alienating, but telling the fan base, hey, if you want a product that's good two, three, four years down the road, maybe you say, okay, let's trade away some of our more popular players and get younger, get some prospects in the farm system, and then build through the draft. Because in baseball, that's more than likely that's how you're going to has the same set. That's how Atlanta is so good right now. That's how, if you look at, you know, Toronto, which is basically half kids and major league players, they're coming through their system.
2: Well, like, David, I am David. I don't mean to interrupt you, but you mentioned Toronto who has kind of gone half with the young guys and still has veterans around. I mean, I think that's a better way to do it where you're at least somewhat competitive, Young guys are developing, but also you have to be able to draft well too. And this team, like I said, hasn't drafted positional players very well. And look, you get guys via trade. I mean, look, I've heard rumors of Matt Boyd going to the Yankees for gleybar Torres or a Clint Frazier. I mean, look, that's a deal, that's a deal I would I'd love to see that happen. And but Probably, but it probably won't happen in the end. And of course, I mean, there's there's also times where you got to recognize you have to recognize the ability that you need to trade guys here at this time. Like I think Michael Fulmer was a perfect example. There was some, he was somebody who you could have gotten a haul for when you traded him if you would have traded him. But there were people in the media, most notably. Wojo, Bob Wojnowski, who comes out and says, You can't trade Boomer. He's the type of player you hope to get in return. And there's a return. And also there's guys on this roster who have immovable contracts, most notably Miguel Cabrera, who is a corpse of what he was. I understand he had to pay a man after he won the MVP, but that, but that contract has now become a headache. So I'm not sure how you're going to be able to get rid of him. You're going to have to pay a lot of freight. And also, you have to know who you're getting back in the turn. You can't just be trading guys just for, for a bucket of David Sunflower seeds. I know I'm being facetious when I say that. That's, a, that's another thing, too. You have to have somebody with self-awareness as a GM and, I mean, look, I don't mean to get off the tracks from it, but that's why, I mean, I'll get to this in my power clip, but that's something I have to say about Steve Eiserman and what he's done so far as a Red Wings GM. But I think baseball GMs have to have a self-awareness and realize, you know, this isn't working. We got to do something different. And even owners have to have it too. Len's realize that we're not getting any better or – her people are getting dissatisfied. Nobody's coming to games. Who do we got that's going to put bucks in the seats? Move, those moves got to be made. I mean, look—is it guarantee it's going to work? No, but it's a lot. It's a lot better than the way things are currently going right now.
0: Yeah, we're going to have to pretty much leave it at that one on that as we move on to our other subjects. But thanks for getting that off your chest uh, there, uh, uh, Frank. I know that you're very passionate about Detroit sports.
2: Well, oh, I'm gonna have to. I haven't. I'll be honest with you. I have hardly watched the Tigers at
0: all this year. Aren't they supposed to be playing the Reds get, today?
2: They're playing the Red Sox right now.
0: Oh, okay, I thought it was. Uh, and it's on a weather delay. I know that. Oh, it oh it is okay. No, it's I, at I haven't, been at watch. The time. I, haven't
2: been watch, I haven't been watching it all. I just all I need to do to find out what' I'm doing is just look at the score app or look on Twitter, and then I. See this crap Sunday get it sent my way, so I'm gonna I may have to focus my attention elsewhere in baseball. I mean, I may just look and see team, which teams are. I may just focus on somebody who's entertaining and they're actually going the right direction. So who knows who that'll be? But at least I've got Blissfield American Legion baseball to take my attention.
0: All right, well, we'll get that off of you. And then coming up next, we'll go to a David subject. You want to do? I have to hold off on that one. Let's do women's World Cup final preview. That's what we'll do since that is actually coming up. All right. Yeah, I believe this Sunday. Yes, this Sunday. So Frank was preaching to the choir. Now David's going to give you a little bit of a World Cup preview here on eighty-eight point three WCTs. After further review, make sure you check us out on our on SoundCloud and on iTunes. For the podcast, as once again, uh 883's towers down again. So you can't hear us in the Toledo Metro area. So pretty much, you only have to listen to us on the internet or in your pocket. When we return, talk a little bit about the Women's World Cup and also talk about are they over-celebrating just a little bit too much here on 88.3 WXUT after further review.